0: Radio
1: Influence.com.
2: Good afternoon, everyone, and welcome to the Monday edition of the Dark to Light podcast with
1: Frankie Bow on the drums and
3: Beans.
2: We were just saying in the little show before the show on uh, the stream that I've been gone and, and and we're back and you were giving us a little synopsis of what the hell has been going on and what I, did I, I miss?
1: I like I said, I actually don't remember too much, but I do remember that there's a lot going on in Tennessee. Yeah. Uh, there's a lot going on in Tennessee. The, the the emergence of what I what I guess is going to be their the Democrats' new uh, presidential candidate in twenty twenty eight. This uh this this uh, skinny black guy in a suit and a big afro, he's screaming about something. I think, uh, I don't know. It's all Tennessee state government stuff. It's all but, Tennessee uh, all the time. Yeah, oh, well, now it is. Now it is. We, we, we barely talk about Tennessee. Well, we had the Memphis, uh, the Memphis uh, police gang uh, killing uh, not too long ago. They had to change the subject on that uh, quick. And now they change the subject on the, 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 the child murders. In the the schools, like, twice.
2: Well, you've got Kamala Harris out there praising trans people instead of, which is something we're talking about today. So I did, like, a little 30,000-foot view, Frank, of everything going on in the world. Um, We obviously, I missed the Trump arrest and indictment, but that's been discussed. that's
1: right. That happened on Tuesday. (laughs) Yeah,
2: former president was indicted and arrested, and, you know, that's, that's, it's all good, right? I mean.
1: Par for the course.
2: Par for the course these days. Um, that's been discussed like ad nauseum. the The gentleman, um, the gentleman in uh, Mackey in New York, who was sentenced for a meme that he made about the twenty sixteen election, going to prison over a meme. That is absolutely apparent. We had some stuff come out in the Carrie Lake case, um, which I'm getting back up to speed on. We had the obvious, the Dylan Mulvaney Budweiser endorsement deal we had and nike -Nike, which we're definitely talking about we had riley gaines assaulted in california um we had the pentagon leaks that have been going on now for a couple days of all this intelligence that we gathered in in you know just leaked online like it's nothing um and all of it somehow connects together and so we're gonna go over a bunch of this today but i do want to start Let's start on a lighter note, Frank. Greatest thing yesterday, late at night. This was tweeted at 9.36, but I caught it much later. Stephen Miller tweets, Jesus's first tweet after leaving the cave, go.
1: Oh, that must've been fun.
2: It was. So, there were so many, so many good ones. Someone said, the sun's out. That's six more weeks of winter. Someone said, 12 <laughs> years left to save the planet from global warming. <laughs> Someone said, oh my gosh, I just saw this one. Despite the constant negative press, Jiho Fefe.
1: <laughs> what about, what about, what did I miss? Um. I would have said, what I missed.
2: What I missed. That was intense. Hey guys, I'm back. Someone said, use promo code POSO for 50% off. Hashtag my sandals.
1: No. <laughs> oh. hey.
2: Someone... There's always there's
1: always a sale going on.
2: Someone said Happy Easter to everyone, including the haters and losers, of which sadly there are many.
1: <laughs> I know, and they haven't gone away. In fact, the same. If if I if I were to take anything away from the because on on quite frankly.tv all all weekend, we had some. I had great uh, great Easter programming that I had lined up with uh, with the team because we knew that. Uh, it's going to be slim pickings on TV. There usually is marathons, King of Kings marathons all over the place. Y- you can barely find it anymore unless you go into some of those obscure channels. So we had Ten Commandments, and we put the the entire six-and-a-half-hour Jesus of Nazareth miniseries up and King of Kings and um, well, Greatest easy. Story Ever Told. It was great. The one thing you can always take away from is that the deep state's always deep-stating, just always happening. There's just always steaming going on. It never ends.
2: Yes. Um, somebody talk for me for a second. Somebody was saying.
1: You sound low.
2: I sound low now.
1: All of a sudden you dipped.
2: Yeah, I know. Because someone was saying that you sounded too low. And I hear you fine. So I don't understand why.
1: I, I hear myself fine too. If I got any closer to the microphone, it wouldn't be good, I don't think.
2: Um. Make it a little louder. And let's do a quick test. Okay, we're good now, apparently. I know what it was. I think I know what it was. Um, somebody in the chat asks me if I care to comment on the post I shared of Sean Farish bashing, bashing Q and Anon's. Interesting time for Sean to be activated. Whatever that means. Troubling you shared that BS. Absolutely, I will comment on it. Um, um, we're going to play it today. So hopefully we get to it. It's at the end. But yeah, I was planning on talking about that. Um, here we go. into the yeah, it's right here actually. I have it in the wrong place. Um, okay, so what I wanted to talk about is they need like back in back in 2020, they had the they had the BLM activists to violently assault their counterparts, right? it was BLM violently assaulting people, Antifa violently assaulting people. Now they've moved on to trans people to, to be their group to actively assault people that they don't agree with. Um, I guess the BLM group outweighed their, you know, used up their usefulness. So now they've turned to trans people to be the ones to go after anyone that they don't agree with. Um, there was the army sergeant who was convicted of murder in that Black Lives Matter riot incident in Texas.
1: I, don't, I, I, didn't, I didn't see this.
2: His name was Sergeant Perry. He drove into a... He was doing, driving Uber to make some money on the side. Drove into a crowd full of protesters. One of them, like, because they were protesting in the middle of the streets down in Austin. One of them pulled out a gun pointed it at him, and he shot in self-defense thinking he was about to be murdered. And he, because there was a Soros prosecutor in this district, there was actually a law enforcement officer who stepped forward and said he wasn't even able to show his exculpatory evidence to the grand jury when they were trying to get this indictment on this dude. But the Soros prosecutor indicted the, the, the man who defended himself for murder, and he was just found guilty by a jury the other day of murder of this person who assaulted him with a gun before he shot back in self-defense now the, the guy who assaulted him with the gun just pointed it at him and didn't pull the trigger but where i'm from that's enough
1: yeah brandishing you somebody brandishes a weapon that's that's as serious as just putting your fists up what once a person's fists go up it's on yeah it's on
2: yeah Yes.
1: You don't take chances.
2: Well, he's being pardoned now. Greg Abbott is pardoning him, which is the only way for this to go the right way. Um, I, 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 the conviction should be overturned. This is absolutely absurd that this man was sentenced to prison, or was was found guilty. I'm sorry. In this, uh, it's it's absurd. I don't know what the hell is going on, but it's it's terribly, it's terrible. So now that the BLM chapter is over and they're just finishing up all these little like tangential things that are hanging out, they've moved to trans people. And I'm just going to say this, this is a losing battle for them. It's an absolute losing battle because guess what? No matter how hard any of the, you notice how it's only women. It seems the guys that are going, the females who are deciding to transition to males seem to be being left alone. Nobody's really bothering with them. But the the men transitioning to women are being hailed as women of the year and all kinds of other stuff. They're trying to destroy women, I guess. I don't know. But no matter what they do, no matter how many hormones these people inject themselves with, no matter how much, um, you know, surgery they get down in their nether regions, they'll never, ever, ever be women. Never, never, in his, never. They won't ever be women. They can't change. When their bones are in the ground, Frank, and they dig these, if, they, if there's ever an exhumation, like two or 400 years from now, and they say, what was this? They will say, this was a male. There is never a time ever where that will be considered a female. So that all being said, here's this little twerp talking about, here, let's just play it to start.
0: First it was Roe v. Wade. Now an abortion pill that's been FDA approved for 23 years is in the wind. Let me tell you something. The war on women doesn't stop. And if you think that Gen Z isn't going to vote accordingly, you are mistaken. If you think that Gen Z isn't going to use their voices and act, you are mistaken. If you think that we're a bunch of sad little snowflakes who sit around and don't do anything, you are in for a hard, hard truth. This generation does not fuck around, especially with shit like this. So my message to Republicans.
1: Who is this?
2: This is some little twerp kid named Chris Mowry. Hold on, wait. Oh. It, 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 it,
1: and he's saying, he's trying to make the point that Generation Z doesn't do, uh, uh, doesn't mess around and it's all in reference to wasting time on transgenderism?
2: It's it's all in uh, reference it, to the, the new federal judge that came out and, and ruled that that morning after pill can't be approved by the FDA. But it's all looped into one because he says, the war on woman doesn't stop. I'm here to tell you, you're absolutely right. You're just completely misguided in your thinking. <laughs> completely. Here's the real war on women, Frank. Look at this. Look at this. This what? is the Dylan Mulvaney ad for Nike. This is what Nike thinks women look like.
1: Oh, oh this, this, guy is, this guy is very, very odd.
2: Yeah, we're gonna keep watching him jump around for a second. Oh God.
1: I've never seen narrower hips in my life.
2: Nike women.
1: I, I'm it, it. It's so so weird. The the, the male hairline and everything. It, it's all it's all so weird. It, he's so disturbed, and. I mean, at this point, if I mean, I don't know, they they've cast their lot. They can't pull their support now because people like this would kill themselves instantly. They're at they're riding the highest of highs ever right now. And it's all a lie. Oh, oh, sitting down with that freak. Who's that freak right there on the left?
2: This is, he,
1: he, he on the left is the worst. That is the most murderous out of all of He
2: is. He's Jeffrey Marsh. He's the groomer who's going after your children, telling them to pay his Patreon to get in touch with him and talk to him and, you know, whatever. Let's listen to the two of these freaks talking to each other here.
0: Vulnerable, showing a side of myself that is quote unquote imperfect, whether it's my stubble or it's my chest hair or or it's, you know, having a bigger foot than a normal girl, whatever it is, those have brought me- A normal
1: girl, a normal girl. (laughs) Yeah, he's just an abnormal girl. That's what it is. Closer
0: to myself and to my loved ones and to my followers. And I think that's where we're starting to get at with something like TikTok. We're seeing the vulnerabilities being celebrated, the imperfections be celebrated.
1: Yeah, because you're hanging out with a bunch of 11 year olds.
2: The imperfections are that you're growing an effing beard because you're a man and you're like, oh, girls don't have beards. Like, Like, what the hell? Nobody thinks these people are women. Nobody, I don't care what you say. Some there was a clip I saw of somebody who who was saying, um, "I'm a woman because my friends tell me that I am." So so basically, you need.
1: <laughs> you're talking about you're talking about the guy that was um, at the the Matt Walsh event. Yes, that was it. Was a very it, it was like less than five minutes that exchange. It it, it it's it, it's an incredible exchange though. Um, it- it's just the uh, yeah, it is. It's an incredible exchange. I, if you haven't seen it. I would go look for it because it's
2: my, my, you know what? Maybe I can find it. If you can find it in the off uh,
1: here while we're listening. Well, yeah, you keep moving on. I'll see what I can find.
2: I I just have to say again, women and men out there, because when we get to Riley Gaines in a second, you're going to see why we need you, men. We need you badly. And I hope that you'll be there to fight with us Um, because I'm not getting into a physical altercation with a man. I'm not doing it. They'll destroy me because I'm a woman and I'm not supposed to be in physical altercations with men. But you guys won't have a problem defending me if I get smacked across the face or punched or kicked or whatever. So mm. I would be, I would be, I would be on the ground. I would be in trouble. You wouldn't be. You have more testosterone in your left testicle than these guys do in their entire bodies. Anyway, moving right along, um, the message to women should be and women, you should be parroting this, they're so angry that they can't be us, that this is what they're doing. They, they lash out, they're violent, and they're so angry that they will never be us, no matter what they do. They will never be women. They will never have that soul that you have that's given to you by God. They will never be you, ever. Make sure you keep reminding them, you will never be a woman. You will never be a woman, over and over. You will never be me, I know that, might be upsetting for you because i'm amazing but you'll never be me ever let's listen to the rest of these this crazy talk here
0: to a place especially my transition to say dylan you are perfect just like this and in a year, you know what you know i transition
1: every morning uh tracy do you yes i transition from uh just about naked to clothed, fully clothed in about five minutes that's what i every every morning i'm sure i hear somebody talk Talk about their transition. You're putting on a costume. I transition every Halloween night.
2: If you transition every morning, I'm sure there's a boatload of people out here who want to hear about it, Frank.
1: Everybody's transitioning every morning when they put on clothes for the day. That's just just, just what it is. For you guys out there who have hair, you think about how you're going to comb it, maybe. Maybe. Uh, You know, some of you don't even comb it. Good for you. It's good to have that option, isn't it?
2: Here, wait.
0: Estrogen and the surgeries or whatever, you might be different, but you're going to be perfect then too. I
2: think- Well, then why weren't you perfect when you were a boy? If you're perfect just the way you are. Why are you trying to change yourself? Listen, whatever these people want to do in their life, like i if you want to be a lunatic, fine. The problem that I have with it is that this one, especially this crazy lunatic, he looks evil. He looks like he wants to like- kill somebody he really does i don't care what happens to me after i say that it doesn't matter hold on
4: some people are afraid
1: they no, want this guy's. this guy's guy murderous
2: i agree this
1: this, this guy this guy's this guy's the the real sick one out of the two this guy's the real sick one like the mulvaney the mulvaney guy is just he he likes being the gay put me on a leash he he, he would want to be on a leash this guy is the real sick one
2: you can, he just exudes it. I want to hear. Like, here we go.
4: They want to make sense to cis people. Mm. Because sometimes when cis people are confused,
1: oh. they can be violent. Thanks for Thank diagnosing so. us, you freak.
2: When we're confused, we can be violent. Do you hear? I'm, <laughs> look, I'm pointing this out. And everyone's like, oh, if we stop paying attention to them, they'll go away. No.
1: No, No, no you're they wrong. won't. You're wrong. You don't know history then. Welcome to the Hotel Rwanda. You don't understand what this is. Everybody out there talking about this could lead to a civil war. You're still thinking that if we ever get into really bad escalating domestic conflicts, it's going to be somebody puts on a blue suit, somebody puts on a gray suit, and battle lines are drawn. You don't understand where we are and what is happening and what we've been set up for very slowly over many, many generations now. If you think if you think that this is something that you can just ignore. This has been very deliberately done. Yeah,
2: and this is the group they've weaponized to come after us physically now. I'm sorry, but we're gonna get to Riley Gaines in a second. If I can get through this disgusting display of of evil, (laughs) we will get through to Riley Gaines and you'll see exactly what I'm talking about. Because, just here.
4: And so we all feel like, well, I got to make sense. It's got to be in a row. It's got to be a narrative. It's got to have beginning, middle, and end. It's got to whatever. I can't set the movement back. Did you ever feel yeah. that way? Oh, my gosh. I I felt like I've set the
0: movement back many a time. <laughs> I was actually non-binary before this experience of being a trans woman. And I felt guilty for then transitioning to... to
4: From they, them, to... To she, she they. Yeah. yeah,
0: I felt like... I was taking power away from being non binary, and that it really is a, a gender
4: identity that exists. Did you ever stop to consider that you showed something beautiful?
1: Oh, that the human no, story you can be You didn't. Aware. You didn't. Know, people don't go to the circus to see something beautiful happen, they want to see something bizarre happen. That's
2: Look at you're the missing look on it. this one's face.
1: I'm telling you that I, I mean, there's there's lots of sickos out there, but as far as the more well publicized ones, that 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 one is, uh, boy, the what burns behind those freaky eyes.
2: I I commented on one of his TikToks one time, and I said, why don't you shave? Why? It was an honest question. I want to know why. If you're trying to be a quote woman, don't you shave your damn face?
1: Because it, it, it's not because it's it's so much more than that.
2: I knew Frank would have an answer.
1: It's <laughs> it, it is it's so much more than that because uh, they are trying to say that at the same time where they're trying to appropriate female identity, they're also trying to say that it doesn't stop there. You know, just like when they when they say, "Well, you know, a, a, a woman is a is a an adult human female." A child bearing fee, and they'll say, Well, so some women can't have children for one reason or another.
2: That doesn't mean they don't have a uterus,
1: it doesn't mean, yeah. Well, see, and, and that was all part of Matt Walsh's little exchange between the did you find the, it? The- no, I, no, I, 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 can, it. I can, I can always go to his Twitter and, and dig back a few days, but
2: I, I watched it in my history just recently, so I'm gonna find yeah. it, but I- it. it- it's, See, this is
1: this is the kind of thing that that, that, that destroys all the good feelings from a uh, a nice Easter weekend. Well, so
2: listen, it's got to be discussed, right? So, um, the the problem is here. I got to finish this. Hold on. Can and fluid cool. and change Places we don't
0: expect, and oh, it can be fluid. Yes, but I will say that was probably like my third coming out. <laughs> I think that's just got to be normalized. I think yeah. we we have to say yes and. As as we do an improv class, I'm so much happier because I think for all that time leading up that I wasn't living my trans woman truth, Mm -hmm. I was getting farther away from being perfect because this right here, these she, they pronouns for me.
2: That's all I need. I don't need any more than that. It's, I found it, by the way. Okay. Um, just sending myself the link. I, I...
1: there's another one there too um that he did if you wanted to stay on this topic it's up to you but here here's another one this this uh this ended in speechlessness for the one who uh stood up and and wanted to go toe-to-toe with uh with matt walsh i thought that was that was great uh it's it's about
2: here.
1: five minutes long too but
5: uh how would you it- define a woman because you've asked other Uh, people up here to define how we would define a woman. How would you define a woman,
3: Mr. Walsh? Uh, An adult human female.
1: (laughs) Where's the audio?
2: You don't hear it? And how don't trans
5: people, how doesn't... Hold on,
1: it's back. What happened? I don't know why... why As soon as he said adult human female, it it disappeared. I don't know. All right. Listen, we're a little
2: rusty. We're getting back into the swing of things here. All right, everyone? Just
1: I'm gonna fit that definition.
3: Female. <laughs> because they're not, they're not female. They, 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 have, they have... You said that you are a biological male, correct?
5: I said I'm transgender. Um, I might be intersex for all we know. About uh, almost as many people in... The-
2: There's like less than 2% of the... Not even of the population who's really, truly intersex.
1: And you're talking about hermaphrodites. Right. You're talking about a, bi- a biological abnormality. You have male and female genitalia. You, you, so you, the, the jury's not out as to whether or not you're a hermaphrodite, you'd know.
2: Yeah. I'm just gonna play this for another minute or so.
1: The world are transgender
5: as intersex and well, a lot of people don't know.
3: Well, wait, but that's a different conversation. Intersex, that's a genetic anomaly, that's a medical condition. So let, that's a completely different conversation. That's also not a, that's not a third gender, that's just a, that's a genetic anomaly that occurs within the sex binary of male and female. Um, a, so you, what you're saying is that a quote-unquote trans woman is a female?
5: By the definitions I'm familiar with, yes.
3: So how would you define female?
5: Through, <laughs> Through my training. In healthcare, there are several different categories for how we define sex. People bring up chromosomes. People also bring up hormone levels. People bring up all sorts of other categories. Lots of people don't fit neatly into a gender binary. But but yes,
2: they do. There are you know that
1: you know you know tracy that uh, t- testosterone levels in men they could drop off significantly in like 50s and 60s and all that yeah I didn't know that men actually are becoming women in their 50s and 60s because hormone is a marker for who you are
2: Gigi just said in the in the chat even SSRI medication I don't know if anybody knows this but one of the side effects of SSRI medica- medication especially on well for women too but for for males is um, sexual dysfunction. Men can no longer sustain an erection and there's a lot of kids that are on these medications and that's just a side effect of taking them. And so if you've got a bunch of young boys in their teens and late teens and early 20s who can't get and maintain an erection around the opposite sex and are also on SSRI medications, would it be such a stretch to think that there's probably a bunch of people out there thinking that they may be women because their testosterone is tanked their junk isn't working because of the meds they're taking for their um you know for their mental state and so they think that they're women
1: they it it, it it could definitely be a very undercounted uh, undercounted contributing factor now that you put it out there why why not
2: I mean, it's definitely something that needs to get looked into. What else is left on this clip that you wanted to get out there?
1: Oh, nothing. It, it, it's 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 fascinating from, from start to finish, but I, I understand if you want to move on.
2: I don't want to. I just am looking at the time, and we're already a half hour in, and this topic. Could...
1: Well, it's an hour. Listen, we've been away for a week and a half. I don't know what the hell we were going to do in an hour anyway. I got but, a lot of stuff. But, <laughs> do, you know, go where, go where you have to.
2: I want to I wanna play this one because it's a little shorter. Hi, Matt. Back. Here.
4: Uh, I'm transgender. I'm born and That's raised here in sure. New Mexico. I have a graduate degree in information technology, marketing, business, and finance. Uh, I own my own home. I pay taxes. I have a six-figure job.
2: So you're trying to say, what is What is this I'm, ju-
1: I'm just like you.
2: Yes. Yes.
1: I'm very capable and I'm very capable in society, although I am clearly a man.
2: With a headband on. I don't know. Here,
4: I'm a respected professional in Albuquerque. Uh, I'm a mother.
2: No, you're not. Uh, You're not a mother. You're not a mother. You're not. You're not a mother.
4: (laughs) My life experience is that I'm an awesome person. I am well liked. Uh, I'm responsible, and I think I'm pretty cool. Uh, You touched on something. You said something earlier that for you, when somebody calls you a man, it doesn't faze you because, like, you just know that you're a man. Uh, That was interesting to me because I feel the same way about my identity as a woman. My question leading up to this, you've asserted that no one would ever see me as a woman, that nobody would ever see or could see a transgender person as a woman, and yet I have dozens of friends from diverse backgrounds, women from the reservation, a woman from Japan, uh, several immigrant women. i have my coworkers, i have my boss my vp my ceo all respecting me as a woman uh my family
1: my long-term friends who are actually
2: that's because you told them
1: then and there's also uh legal repercussions now that people are very afraid and also you're you're it's a disturbing thing to have somebody say that they are you know opposite of what they are and to live that way, and to be serious, to be unironic about it. So there might be a little bit of fear there as to what telling you otherwise would do to your state and your ability to function, because obviously it's very fragile as it is.
2: Where I just want to say th- this was never a thing before. Like there, this was happening. People were, I guess, dressing up in costumes of the opposite sex for a very long time before it became like this thing that was to be crammed down our throats um, but what was happening? Is it just the internet that made this possible?
1: I you know it's a great st- I would love to, to talk to somebody who has been able to really put together a bigger view because we can like you brought the SSRI that's a that's a really interesting theory and and I can see how that could contribute to a lot of different things and um, but but as far as a greater, what happened? Where the evolution came from? Where Whereas you had a very small minority of people. Well, I, I think it was, it was a gynephilia. I forget what the hell it is. I gotta, I gotta, I gotta look at. I have it all in my notes somewhere else that I think is is really interesting. I have things to work with, but I didn't expect that we were going to be talking about it like that today. Um, Cross dressing. This. I, I don't know. It, it, there's trauma that's involved somewhere along the way but when when men find sexual gratification in 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 inhabiting female forms to be able to want to to be coveted like men covet a woman to find the, to want to feel sexy like that or whatever and they cross dress and whatever it, 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 there, what happens there's there's enough there to talk about what's going on right there because it's not just a performance art this is an in itself is an identity but if you go back 15 20 years uh it, it's just drag was mostly gay men gay men who were just you know doing drag as performative or there's some kind of a fetish going on behind the scenes but they lived as gay men at there at some point they actually uh, believed that the costume life was something that they can assume as a real identity change you know uh, it, it used to just be gay men and drag and, and they never used to
2: want to shake their penises around in our kids faces either that was never yeah something oh yeah that was oh, that, oh that's accepted.
1: hey you know what mm. you look at what goes on inside of uh public schools how public school um uh, uh grooming and sexual assault dwarfs the catholic church hundreds of times over hundreds of times over and it's all by the same dark force infiltrating society whether it be education, entertainment, religion, all of that stuff. It's all the same thing. We're going through a little bit of a coming out party right now, if you want to go that far and say it. It's a little bit of a coming out party. It things that have been hidden in the shadows for a very long time are now becoming very pronounced and public and and proud. And um Yeah, it's I I would want I would love for somebody to actually put together a timeline of how these things changed.
2: And when and, yeah. you know, we went from, you know, accept us, we're gay and we want to marry other members of the same sex, which is really just a contract. Um, to the, if you look at it from the government perspective, it's a contract you're making with someone else, not a religious wedding, but from a government perspective, it is a contract with another person, right? And that they've ruined marriage. The government has ruined marriage. See, the
1: contract thing, the partnership thing, That that that's easy. That's easy anybody can do that like you said I mean you you can go and you can draw up lines of privilege uh, for one person or another line, uh, inheritance uh, business partnerships, property partnerships, any kind of ownership there um, there's also medical advocacy. I mean you, I mean if you, you want to go and grab yourself a lawyer, you can draw up all of the lines of privilege that anybody gets under a marriage a religion we're talking about a sacramental a sac the sacrament of marriage the, but the problem here is we're seeing it was never really about that they have created they're creating a state religion yeah they have actually created the state religion anybody says oh church and state need to be separated yeah well have, have you are, are you checking out all these these so-called christian pastor pastors who are making ridiculous claims that the, the tennessee shooter the trans shooter was much like jesus persecuted and and marginalized like jesus shit like that
2: that's why i keep on coming back to this and telling people no we can't just ignore it like it's not happening because these people have been now they have taken a bunch of people who are by all intents and purposes mentally ill in some way and they have weaponized them into violence they have radicalized them into violence and they've tried to con like Let me stop this for a second and let's move on to Riley because Riley, um, hold on, where is it? I had more, I had more on the Budweiser stuff. Here is Riley Gaines.
1: Yeah. NCAA swimmer Riley Gaines was physically physically attacked during a speaking engagement for differing views on trans rights. This is the video of her being rushed out by law enforcement of the event as the Biden administration pushes that trans people are actually the ones under attack. Here to discuss, editor-at-large at the Post Millennial and author of Unmasked, Andy No. Okay, Andy, you have been front and center for all these Antifa protests. You were assaulted yourself, I believe, in Portland, Oregon, and a variety of other places. You've seen this front and center, this mob rule. What's your reaction?
4: Well, I think they're escalating the violence because they can see that they're losing in a number of ways. We have witnessed a number of states pass legislation banning the medical transitioning of minors. And those who uh, are in support of that are, are lashing out
2: So when you say lashing out, it's this I had the clip up of when she's literal here.
0: Trans- <laughs> Trans- <laughs>
2: a bunch of mentally unwell children screaming at a woman who had her life's work ripped from her by a man pretending to be a woman so that he could do better in swimming. She had worked every day of her entire life for that moment. She tied him and they gave him the trophy because he needed to take pictures with it. That's who they're attacking right now. So the screaming, the hysterical screaming. They actually wanted a ransom for her. Here,
3: I'm coming. I'm good. I'm good.
1: Trust me. I'm good. Go 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 ahead.
2: of these people screaming are trans
1: uh you just don't know because you don't even as as you said before you don't even need to shave in the morning anymore so it is it, it is you're, you're watching people burn out this is like it's it's like it, i don't know it's you're watching a big flame out so there is the circuitry is fried we are burning out
2: so i'm walking down the street asserting my womanhood men and one of these freaks starts assaulting me guess what i need i need you
1: yeah well you need some kind of a neutralizing agent
2: i need at, lea- I need at least men. keep some
1: bear spray on you
2: i need a big strong ass man to be walking down the street with me that's what i need Yes.
1: Yes, so, somebody per, per, preferably not standing there trying to uh, videotape everything with their damn phones. I, I just don't understand. It's it's so weird. Every aspect of this cult movement is weird. When they all show up, you have you know thirty people against one person, and every last one of those thirty people has a phone up recording. And I, I, I'm saying to myself, what are you recording for? Is it? Is it because, you know, it usually I would say, okay, well, you're in a tricky situation. Get your phone out. Make sure you have some physical evidence that, you know, if you have an interaction with a police officer, you're on your property and somebody comes on, you want to make sure you document the event for any kind of legal proceed. I understand things like that, but this is much more than that because um, I, I, obviously everybody wants to get a little something on their social media. This is all uh, in its own way, very sacramental for themselves. They're out there and they want to be able to show how faithful they are to show their friends. I was I was there. I was I was speaking truth to power and bullying women this uh, this weekend for our trans rights and shit like that. So I don't know um, I, I I don't understand the phenomenon of the phones too. It's su- it's such a weird thing. They're not thinking uh, you can't reason with them. And if they're outside your door, boy, oh boy, you have very few options.
2: Very few options. And and the fact that the justice system is weaponized against anybody who would fight back for themselves or raise their, you know, r- There's a, there is a little bit of a shift happening, though, that I want to talk about before I play the rest of these hysterical lunatics screaming at this absolutely beautiful, wonderful, strong, intelligent woman. The so the Stanford thing happened. We talked about it on the show where the Stanford kids shouted down the federal judge the at the Fifth Circuit. There were a bunch of kids um, in college, law students, who shouted down this judge who sits on the Fifth Circuit of Appeals. And it caused a big firestorm. And what's starting to happen now, and this is just law schools, and they were upset about these very things. It was this stuff. It was freedom, basically, that they're upset about. They didn't want people to have a right to own a firearm. They didn't want people to have the right to decide whether or not to forcibly inject medicine. Like, they didn't want people to, you know, have the option to be unvaccinated. They didn't want people to have the option to be unmasked. It was all about freedom. These tyrants wanted everybody to bow to the will of the state. And the judge was on the opposite side of that, upholding our God-given rights given to us by our creator, not the constitution, our creator. So. Stanford handled this very differently than this college or this university did. This university came out and coddled the students and said, oh, we know how hard this was for you to hear. And we know, we basically applauded them for for doing what we're about to finish watching to this woman. But the judges are now getting together. And I know that the justice system is inherently tiptoeing right now on complete and utter collapse. I understand, but I just want you to hear this. The judges have said we're not hiring anyone anymore from Stanford or Yale or whatever other law school acts or teaches their students to act in this way or allows their students to act in this way. We do not want to corrupt the institution, the the judgeships, the clerkships with this trash. And they're they're freezing hiring from these schools. That is a massive positive because if they take the George Soros-esque leadership out of the equation and we go back to our roots of what this country was founded upon, there's a hard stop there at this point still. Um, even though AOC is running around saying that we should be uh, you know, just nullifying orders from the court that we don't like because we're little babies with temperance. Could you imagine Donald Trump comes out, Frank, and says, I wasn't indicted. I'm not following any of this. What the left would do? Yeah. They would lose their you'd, minds.
1: You'd have to imagine.
2: So so again, looping back into this whole thing in Tennessee that we started out on where they expelled the Democrats that caused the hubbub and insurrection on the Tennessee floor when they were trying to get official business pass um, it's it's an accountability thing and we're not fighting we're not fighting back hard enough. Right now with the tools that we have, whether because people are scared or our representatives we've put there are actually just actually females that don't have any balls or whatever. I, I have no idea. Like we need more strong willed fighters in places of authority to fight back against this. If you don't start fighting back against this and hold them to the same standard that they're attempting to hold us to, we're lost. And so, like, that loops into stop fighting with one another. For God's sakes, you're on the same side. Like, what have you seen on Twitter? All I see is conservatives arguing and fighting with one another about whatever. Whether, you know, QAnon is real or fake. Whether, you know, someone's a liar or someone did this. Or if you like this person, if you like that person, it's just fighting, fighting, fighting. Well, this... This, you see these people fighting with each other ever, ever. What rights are they missing? Just out of curiosity. Can someone tell me a right they're missing? I haven't seen one.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So we're spending
2: our time arguing and bickering about, you know, nonsense when we should be banding together to fight this culture war that feeds everything else. This is used to feed into the political violence that they're, they're 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 assaulting us with. It is all connected and and we're fighting with each other. So hold on a second. So Budweiser's got a problem, Frank. Because Budweiser brought Dylan Mulvaney on, and here, this is what I'm talking about, guys. <laughs> Stop fighting with one another and do more of this. Here, I feel bad for this guy. I feel horrible for him, but here we are.
3: Um, I work for an affiliate company. I am a merchandiser, and the sole product of the company I work for is Anheuser-Busch Products. So, with all this canceling going on, um, there's I mean, I've never seen such little sales in this past few days uh, on these products. And it's it's sad because when people don't buy this beer, I don't make money, and I can't feed my family. So it's kind of uh, heartbreaking, I guess, that um, Anheuser-Busch did what they did. They don't know their clientele so it's uh kind of heartbreaking
2: that poor guy is gonna go out of business because nobody's buying Anheuser Busch. but look at the person that they hired to be there here
1: it's not that they don't know who their customers are they don't care anymore
2: right they don't care anymore and they were screaming at her. Before we go on to this next thing of who Anheuser Busch hired as their marketing director,
4: we're to
2: they're screaming oh, at make her. Me. Make her lose her pride. Make her lose her pride. And I'm here to tell you something. You can't make anyone lose their pride. You can't make anyone lose their pride unless they are too weak and 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 um willing to allow you to take it from them. It reminds what? me. Go ahead.
1: No, no go ahead. Go. Sorry.
2: it just it reminds me of when they were walking what's her name through in game of Thrones naked
1: yeah the shaming the atonement
2: the atonement and did she lose her pride
1: hell no, no. It, it was a body double though so she didn't have to she didn't have to worry about it
2: even if it was her
1: right right no Would she got a good body double
2: it, I didn't know it was a body double I had no idea that that was true is that is that what the story did
1: Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That that was that. Uh, what well, I forget her name, but uh, that was a that was a body double. She didn't want to walk naked through the the streets.
2: And I just want to tell you, one weak Republican here. One one a few actually it was a couple. A few weak Republicans kept the white woman out of the three group out of the three people that caused the disturbance because she wasn't on a bullhorn, right? They decided to be fair and keep the white woman. And what did they do? They weaponized that to call the people in the Tennessee House racist okay you give an inch you give a little bit they're gonna take a mile they're gonna
1: take you but tracy this is what i meant this two weeks ago two weeks ago we're talking maybe just a little bit more now you had the 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 trans child murderer yes at the school
2: yes yes
1: and and here we are all it's it's not it's not coincidence that 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 all of a sudden uh, Pro gender identity um, protests and sit-ins and assaults, political oh, demonstrations are are going through the roof. You have that 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 uh, that crazy psycho stewardess at the White House. Um, what's her name, John Pierre? Talking about we're so proud of our children for fighting back, fighting back. You just had six people slaughtered, and then all of a sudden so – they, they always managed to do it. In two short weeks, they were able to change the subject a few times we to them. make sure that they were working with any narrative, any narrative other that than, they can fully control.
2: Other than – we haven't seen that manifesto, have we?
1: No, and they're going to just keep pushing it back until everybody forgets about it, like just like uh, Las Vegas. We just will never know. And the other thing there, too is you you were talking about make make her lose her pride. That is another very telling thing about these uh, these animals and and their their commitment to uh, the deadly sins out there. It's not about pride. it's about dignity. They want to make sure that people around them have their dignity stripped of them. Pride is what they grasp at. It is a very self-serving. Uh, self-worship satanic exercise for them it's become ritual for them and they don't they that is that is their whole they don't have any dignity they know that they have destroyed their bodies they're just their minds are destroyed you can't have pride i mean all you can have is pride i should say because there's there's very very where do you go for dignity Mm. so they they can't be they they, they they,
2: can't No human being can feel any dignity in acting that way, ever. You just don't. There's no human being with a soul, with a soul, who can feel dignity. This is, look, look, just listen to this. Listen to this
6: absolute gibberish. I'm a businesswoman. I had a really clear job to do when I took over Bud Light. And it was, this brand is in decline. It's been in decline for a really long time. And if we do not attract... Young drinkers to come and drink this brand, there will be no future for Bud Light. So I had
2: this. She, she was the in. reason
1: behind it.
6: Oh, yes. This
2: woman. Of course. Yes. Of course.
1: Yes. Of course. It was a nut crusher woman came in and ruined everything with her stupid pala, her worldview. Of course, it was a nut crusher woman.
2: I just gotta say something again. I've said this a million times. I just want to say it again. Men, we love you guys. We do. Women, real women, appreciate and respect a good man, a strong man, an an alpha male who is going to take charge of a situation, who's going to open the door for us, who's going to treat us as women should be treated. Feminism, in my opinion, women who started this whole feminist movement back in the day, I honestly believe didn't understand their true power as women (laughs) because (laughs) every man, every man needed a good woman behind him to do whatever it was that he was doing. Every man did. And every woman needs a good man to do what she's to do. That's why we're seeing this resurgent of what they're called. They're they're calling trad wives. Women who are like, I want the traditional marriage back. I want to be home, taking care of my kids, raising a family. You know, I can do what I do in my time or whatever. Nobody's stopping women from, you know, working or whatever. But some women are choosing not to want to do that anymore and to want to be traditional wives. Let's listen to the rest of this, though. It's pretty something it's like we need Mm -hmm. to
6: evolve and elevate this incredibly iconic brand and my what i brought to that was a belief in okay what is what what does evolve and elevate mean it means inclusivity it means shifting the tone it means having a campaign that's truly inclusive and feels lighter
2: just look at her hands I couldn't help myself but to critique her hands because that's like one of the first things i look at on somebody as crazy as that sounds, watch.
6: And brighter and different and appeals to women and to men. Mm-hmm. And representation is at sort of the heart of evolution. You've got to see people who reflect you in the work. Yeah. And we had this hangover. I mean, Bud Light
2: had- I bet you any money, I bet of... you any
1: money all the finger painting on the wall is actually hers. Uh,
2: that was the other thing that I critiqued about this Like, it's one thing to have your kid's art hanging on the refrigerator. It's another thing to hang it up behind you like that in the middle of a frickin' professional Zoom meeting. You wouldn't catch me as a, I'm a professional woman ever presenting that way, ever in a meeting like this.
6: Here. A brand of fratty, kind of -of out-of-touch humor, and it was really important (laughs) that we had another approach. You
1: should have gone and getting a, she should have gotten a job at a YMCA somewhere so she could ruin the child care uh, programs or something like so, Something where all of her, her bad ideas could be localized in a very, very small community-based I, way. So if they ruin the child care program at some YMCA in Duluth or something, it can stay there. But she went and she, they gave her a job. They gave her such a high influence job at bud light at anheuser-bush and look what she's done wow i'll tell you feminism has destroyed women it is destroyed women my god you know the right has a big feminism problem too we're not uh we got a big one too no doubt about it it's all over the place
2: well i want to get into that and i also want to talk about rebecca jones because you brought up kids but go ahead what's the rights feminism problem
1: no i don't know it's it's too we're gonna do this wednesday we're
2: gonna do this wednesday i want to know because i agree with you and i want to see if we're on the same page we're not going to talk about it until then we will talk about this wednesday but rebecca jones was the quote whistleblower that tried to blow the whistle on ron desantis in florida with the COVID numbers and all that and turned out to be an absolute liar who made the entire thing up and and the uh, inspector general there found that that was the case so her son was arrested this past week, she um at first she came out and she said, "My son was just arrested in a political weaponization. Ron DeSantis had my son arrested for sharing a meme with his friends." The Miami Herald writes this whole piece about how DeSantis is attacking this little boy and his mom and for, you know, retaliation politically. Well, it turns out that this kid who is 13, said, oh, a whole bunch of stuff. One of the things that he said was, my SSRI medication isn't working yet, so I might as well just go out in a blaze of glory, basically, and shoot up a school. He threatened to go to his former school and shoot and kill people. Students who got these messages turned them over to the police. The police investigated them, went to his house, questioned him, got a search warrant, got more messages, and said, we have to arrest this kid. This delusional woman raising her child in the same delusion that she has is, is out there saying that none of, none of what has been reported is true and that her son is being politically targeted by the state when her son is quite, was quite literally five steps from being a, a, a school shooter. This is Rebecca Jones in Florida. Just go take a look at this. Go take a look at her her Twitter feed and this story because the Miami Herald said something that blew my mind, and I repeat, I retweeted it over the over this past week when I was on Twitter. They said that the news cycle is, um, you know, constantly evolving. So hold on, I'm gonna read it because I tweeted it and I'm gonna read it real quick before we go. <laughs> okay. Okay. She says, unlike social media, we're still investigating. We report what we know and update it when we confirm. Social media is a free-for-all that attacks people and journalists rather than simply waiting for an ev- investigation to progress. You confirm, then you publish. You don't publish and then go back and figure out if what you said is true.
1: Here's what we heard and then we'll get back to you in a couple hours and we'll tell you if it's true. That's yes. that's ridiculous. But hey, that, yeah, that that is the take out your phone version of journalists and just film everything. I I, I don't know. It's like who can get to their Twitter feeds first?
2: Julie, I, Julie Brown from the Miami Herald says it's called the twenty four hour news cycle. Newspapers update stories all the time, just like TV, radio, and every other media in the world. It would have taken them another maybe 24 hours to confirm this story the way it should have been confirmed before they ran to publish just because it was a hit piece on a Republican, which it's, this is the state of things at this point, which is why independent media is so important, independent media with integrity, because there's a whole lot of independent media out there that doesn't do crap for us either, just so, so you know. But yeah, this is, this is not okay. Like that's the Miami Herald, for God's sakes, that's their editorial standards. Let's just publish this rumor, let it go viral. Then we'll retract it later because we're wrong and hopefully people see it. No, no.
1: The, the, issue, is, the issue is digital. I, 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 the issue is digital. And nobody wants to pay, nobody pays, wants to pay for media anymore. You know, usually you would go on, um, I mean, you have cable television, you pay for your television. You have uh, the, uh, a subscription to the New York Post or something like that, and it's going to be sent to you. You're going to get, obviously, even with print media, there is retractions, there are things evolve, things people get it wrong. Um, you know, you, you try to meet meet deadlines before things go to print at uh, certain times a day. So that but it's just so much it's so much more exacerbated now because everything is really just exists on the blogosphere in a, essentially publishing publishing even though you know there's certain ways to identify news articles from blogs and essays and 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 what have you um but it's all it's all published in the same way it's instantaneous you throw it on out there and it's uh you you don't have to wait you don't have to wait for the printers to warm up yeah
2: i know so but but some people don't just throw it on out there
1: yeah so those are the ones who, who have good good reputations
2: I don't I we never are first with something. Very very rarely are we ever first. And everyone's like, why, "When are you going to talk about this?" When I know what the f I'm talking about is true. Like that's why the shirt says you can handle the truth. Because sometimes it sucks. Sometimes the truth is terrible and we're like, "Oh god." But I like to think that people can handle waiting for it just a tad bit longer than this trash, for goodness sakes. That's it for today, Frank. We're done. You have been listening to the Dark to Light podcast with...
1: Frankie Bell on the drums and...
2: Be! You can hear us every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at 2:30 Eastern Time on TuneIn, Stitcher, Apple iTunes, Google Podcasts, iHeartRadio, Spotify, and RadioInfluence.com. Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, 8:30 a.m. Eastern Time, live on Rumble, Getter, and Twitter. And don't forget to check out Frank's show Monday through Friday at 7, Seven, right? Seven, seven Eastern Time. Yes,
1: but not tonight. I took today off.
2: All right, except tonight.
1: See at you tomorrow quite, at seven.
2: QuiteFrankly.tv. We will be back here on Wednesday.
1: Later!